Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wet Hot American Moon Juice, a totally cool and chill podcast for totally cool and chill month of November in the year of our Lord, 2022. <laughs> uh, I am Rayanna, and I'm here with two other people. I'm Morgan. And, and I'm James, and I've turned my hat backwards, not in a, in, a, in a fit of effort like on Pokemon, but in a fit of chill. Oh, hold on. <laughs> I'll do my office chair. Wait. Hold on. Nice, nice. It's not hold on. Oh, oh gosh. Hold on, folks. Oh, she's hey, sitting sideways. Hey, cool kids. I'm sitting backwards <laughs> in my IKEA office chair, and it's totally comfortable and chill. Uh, guys, the teacher's just like us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys can't even see. There's my arm, my little arm. Rest. Oh yeah, you can't even. You see have the, it. the, it's really the worst chill. chair for doing it's that. It's the worst chair for everything. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it's really chill. It's really relaxed. It's, oh, it's so the chill. chillest chair. Anyway, how's it going, folks? <laughs> you wanna wanna know it's going. know something? It is going fucking fantastic for me. I am having a great time, Yay. and that is Woo-hoo. not facetious. <laughs> I'm not being Yay, sarcastic. I'm so glad. We cracked the code on Nana. Yeah. The code is to be chill. I love that for you. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. In a completely genuine way. Because I know sometimes when people say I love that for you, they're not being genuine. But, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm being genuine. Yeah. I believe you. Did you have a word count goal this month? Or are you just kind of, like, going for it? Like, is I'm, that, is that like, a, a good metric for you to check in with? I'm just going for it. Um, I I have not even looked at the website to figure out, like, what number I quote unquote should be at mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm like totally just not paying attention. I'm still keeping track of my word count on the website just because it helps. And it also yeah. makes sure that I am writing every day, which was my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I have a, a thing that I need to update, I'm like, okay, then I, I need to actually write something. So mm. have you been writing every day? I have. Ooh. Yeah, I've great. written something every yeah, day. Nice. I'm, I'm about... 9,000 words, and it's the 11th today. So I'm definitely not hey. like on par, but I am like, I'm, I'm also super like happy. Right 9,000 words. So, like, yeah, we are right there together. Also, and I gotta turn my chair around because I'm gonna fall out of it if I keep <laughs> okay, it. Okay, so. <laughs> it's okay. We know okay. how chill you are now. Okay, good. As long as everyone's aware. Yeah, but like, the difference is that I really like what I've written so far. Like, I'm very good happy with it and um that's great and so i'm you know in the spirit of chill nanowrimo i'm just having a great time and it's been really fun good love that that's awesome that yeah sure that's really cool um i had a goal of thirty thousand words this month um but again just kind of like a loose thing because when i mapped out this story it was always meant to be thirty thousand words so the whole idea is like hey write every day and if i can finish it that's great um yeah and i'm right around uh nine thousand plus under ten thousand over nine thousand um so that's cool um I have not written every single day, but I've written most days, and it's good, and I have lots of I, ideas. Um, I would also like so. to remind people that you do have a baby in your house, which I feel like, yeah, <laughs> those uh, things just so want attention all been, the time. Uh, yeah, I've been I've been working on things on my phone a lot, uh, mm-hmm. which is going better than I initially expected, but it's still not super easy. Um, lots of, lots of writing during nap times, uh, when she's Mm. nursing and I will pull out my phone and and do some writing. And I think, uh, yeah, I just realized, 
Yeah. I just realized I think I have written every word on my phone. <laughs> That's really <Nice>. impressive. <laughs> Which Actually, is like because like I couldn't do that. Yeah. It's not great. Like it's not super fun because it's like, you know, texting, but that's just like I'm I'm yeah. always like the most ready to write when I'm like laying down or, you know, I'm down, you know, away from my computer. And instead uh-huh. of you know, going to get my computer, I, I just whip out my phone and do some writing there. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's, but that's awesome, though. Yeah. Like, it's not that's another hurdle that you aren't being not writing. Like, right. I know that if it's like I could go get my computer or not go get that oh, there's, there's or get nothing, up in any way. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just like... Yeah, I, I'm just sitting here realizing, like, holy crap! I think I've written everything on my phone. <laughs> well, we were just talking before, um, you know, we started recording, and you're doing a lot of stuff on your computer for school um, by yes. nature of your degree program. And so, like, mm-hmm. why is that where you want to spend more time? You mm, know, like, that's, God, you so know? true. So it makes sense that like maybe you're not feeling inspired to sit, you know, at your desk on your computer for. <laughs> That is so true. That is (laughs) exactly it, actually, is that the moment I'm done with school, I'm like, get this thing away from me. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. James, what about you? Well, I did some quick adding and visiting my favorite word counting site, wordcounttools.org. And uh, I, because I'm only keeping track of per day. Okay. uh, I'm at 3984 for words. Nice. Okay. I haven't written for today. That's 3,984, not 39.84 words. (laughs) I would want to know what the 0.84 was if it was. I do want, yes, I do want to spend, we don't have to spend a We'll, we'll do it off air. That's fine. I'll, I'll do some thinking on my own, some brainstorming about what 0.84 words looks like, but because now it could be like a garbled frequency. Th- anyways, all right. So, yeah, 3,984. <laughs> 3, I did, <laughs> on, the, on the 7th, I was doing something that is not related to work or this or my family or school. It's just another thing I've started to do. Oh, good. <laughs> It's, it's in the group of my uh, infamous Excel counting projects, mm. and so I was doing this thing, and I, w- I was also doing research for Time on Scavengers, and it was like 11 o'clock, and I was like, all right, now's probably a time to stop this and go write for that, and then I was like, or keep going on research, and then I kept going on research, and then it was like 12.15, and I was like, okay, this is the test. Here's the <laughs> test case. How are we feeling? Because it's the first it's the first time since I've started writing for Nano that I haven't written on a day. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, it was weird. But so then what I did was I took some Rihanna advice, took some chill Wham Juice advice. I wrote the thing I got for the seventh. I wrote a thing. Basically, I wrote a long uh, joke. Good. And then and then was like and done. And then I reroll. I you know I rolled for that day and wrote wrote for that. Two. Nice. And so uh, I have the number of days that it has been, but I also have an 11.8A and 11.8B. So mm. I'm very okay. proud of you. Yeah. For, Thanks. Thanks. For being, embracing chill nano and not doing a day because you were doing something else. Sometimes that happens. Right. Yeah. And then bending I, the yeah. rules to fit your fit your needs, basically. Yeah. Is, uh, oh, yeah. Is exactly. It, yeah. Yeah. And kept, yeah, exactly. And, and it was funny because... It was a uh, heist movie was the was the genre that I was like I just I was like all right here we go. It's I was like boy movies sure do take up a lot of mm. plot setup huh. 
Yeah, they do. You sure do have to like say say and do things to. Heists are kind so of then ninety. I just, I literally... It's kind of ninety percent setup, and then you get like ten percent. Yeah, of exactly. And then execution, <laughs> and then if you're post Ocean's Eleven, there's a twist that the audience you've been keeping something from the audience, oh, and yeah. then that's really revealed. But yeah, uh, I took. I basically wrote a, a dumb scene that I would have written in uh, in high school, and then added uh, uh, script uh, scene notes about graphics that are going to come up when planning happens. Nice, uh, because that was um, that's what I always like in those movies where it's like, okay, here we go, and then it's like a almost like a chalk on a sidewalk font yeah, yeah. where they're like, all right, so yeah, uh, um, and then your, I was done. How's your like plot going? Because like your whole point is like having this sort of like general plot thread that goes through all of these different genres, is it just wild or is it actually like, what's, how's that going? My dad asked me a similar question on Sunday mm-hmm. and I did feel like I was defending some, I've never defended a dissertation or a thesis or anything. <laughs> it did feel like he was like, so what are you doing? Like, what is, <laughs> what is all this? this? <laughs> the hands. <laughs> I think, and I think he was basically saying, grant me access to this. What's the, what's yeah. the way that I can look at this? Cause from what you're saying, he did, he would never say from what you're saying it's nothing, but from in James in James parlance, it's sort of what you're what, what you're saying is nothing as far as I can tell. I feel like I feel like your dad is the type to be like, is it man versus man, man versus nature, yeah. man versus machine? Exactly. <laughs> Get the English yeah. textbook like, he, out. He, he, yeah, he was like he was like you know. So are you finding that the characters are going like? Do the characters know that they're in shifting genres and whatever? So uh, no. Uh, it's basically the idea is I think of the genre and then I think of like one or two or three sort of clouds that have come up while I've been writing like dating apps, uh, connections, technology, uh, human interactions. And I kind of am like, all right, is there a way to access this genre through one of these things? Mm-hmm. Or uh, in, in the case of the heist one, it was literally just a, a heist, a quick thing, because I wasn't thinking at all. I was like, get it out, get it out, get it out. So uh, that's the one exception. But mostly it's like, all right, can you think of, is this a misconnections thing? Is this a, are we getting like super plot heavy where it's like, holy crap, I've run into this person again and again and again. What does that mean for this genre or or you know or that genre? So... Plot development wise, not a lot. I have introduced a character I love hate, um, <laughs> and uh, she's the worst, and so the most fun to write. Good. And today, I haven't written yet, but today's is a Facebook post slash uh, kind of boomerish rant. Oh no! <laughs> and I was driving to the store, and I was like, "What am I gonna?" And I was like, <gasps> "She's perfect." Like. <laughs> It's gonna be horrible, and I don't, and I mean that it's gonna be fun to write, and I think it's gonna be pretty good. It's going to make me want to throw something because she's <laughs> just the worst, and um, I'm excited about that. So that has been a big development. I've sort of taken like screen names, usernames from one thing. If I've like established something, I'm like, all right, there's no reason to reinvent the wheel. What was that? Okay, it's over mm-hmm. here. That kind of thing. I've been sort of recycling names a little bit, but not worrying about it too much. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. Because so, that's not chill. I don't know. It's been interesting. It's not, it's not chill. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> my favorite night for writing has been, I did. A, I got a Hot, when, Hot Ones style interview. Nice. So I'd watched one, maybe two Hot Ones interviews in my, in my whole life. Uh-huh. Uh, so instead of, now the chill thing, 
Now, the chill thing would have been, all right, I think I got this, and then write. Uh-huh. However, I had an evening to myself. <laughs> okay. And so, now, a non-chill thing would have been, I watched, so then I watched 15 Hot Ones interviews, and that wasn't what I did either. Okay. I watched two. Okay. And uh, Viola Davis's Hot Ones interview is the best, uh, uh, the best thing I've seen on YouTube nice. my entire life. <laughs> okay. It's... She's both badass and also incredibly insightful at the exact same oh time. God. Yeah, I'm not and surprised. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I shouldn't be here, and also I should be running this at the same time. And I don't. Uh, no, so, I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, it's really, really good. And the other one I watched was John Bernthal, who plays Punisher, Punisher. and he was on Walking Dead. He's he's just one of my favorite people because he plays all these tough characters, but he's just a squishy dude. <laughs> he's just like, I did Russian acting training, and like I'm all like state. I have my, my this stage play that is my favorite thing to do, and whatever. But he's also like, and then you know, I fucking got the gun, and what, and like he's just this sweet. And so it was fun watching him like. He's like, fine. I'm sort of humbled by this, whatever. And he's like, this is fine. And then he gets like the really hot wings, and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and it's it's just really fun. Aww. So also, the host started that episode by, uh, I guess, choking on a wing. Like oh, no. it immediately. I was like, I thought this host was like good at this, and like immediately, I guess it like was like a down the wrong pipe sort of deal. Oh, no. So John Bernthal's like, am I gonna have to? Is this a part of it? Like, what is happening? <laughs> she doesn't even step in, or <laughs> like, I know <laughs> I can. Like, what do we do? But yeah, so it was it was it was fun to then write that with some of the the things that I saw between both of the of the of the videos I watched. Where it's it's basically I don't know if either of you know Nardwar is a is a Canadian interviewer who interviews mostly hip hop artists. It's funny because he's this little tiny Canadian man, mm-hmm. and I bring him up. I think I brought him up on Wham Juice with someone before. Mm-hmm. He has the most, like, he'll bring, like, this, you know, this rapper's, like, third grade yearbook. Mm-hmm. And, like, be like, so tell me about Mrs. Smith in, in third grade. And they'll be like, how did you, <laughs> how are you doing this? And, like, he'll just keep on bringing, here's yeah. the mixtape you made for your friend, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Hot Ones is like that, but with questions. It's nice. like, so tell me about this thing you did in fourth grade. So it was fun to write that. I also got just a tad weird with it just for a second because there's this... I'm talking a lot. I swear to God, this will be the last thing. There's this Bright Eyes uh, end of a end of a Bright Eyes song where it goes into this radio interview, which is t- completely staged. Uh-huh. And so these you know these silly Midwestern boys in like 1999, 2000 were like, let's get creepy with it. So there's this question where he's like, "How long have you worked here?" And he's like, "Just a couple minutes." And it says said it in like the weirdest way. That's like, wait, you're interviewing. Wait a minute, and like it yeah. feels very like stuck. There's a thing where where the the where the hot ones host is like just floats a conspiracy theory and then just moves on nice. and the person's like what <laughs> and just moves on. It was it's it, it it's funny. Um, so yeah, it was fun to to do. That's great. Uh, but I I do want to segue into Rihanna's writing. Yes, because one of the things that happened, I did the character that's awful. It was from Aaron's project that came up on oh. the, uh, the on the fifth, and then on the. <laughs> Sixth, the very next day, Rihanna's project came up. So oh, yeah. I also, uh, on Aaron's day, I got previous NaNoWriMo projects, which would be a general anyone. I was like, I'm going to do the thing where I throw this back because I'm not ready to do this yet. Good. And immediately got, got Aaron's. Aaron's. And then the next day, I immediately got the other one. Oh, My spreadsheet was like, don't stop taking control. Stop it. You're doing um, this. You're, yeah, exactly. So I wrote a letter, uh, sort of a, a lady whistle 
down. Yeah. The like sort of a like a I know everything sort of deal mm. about vampires invading and that like entering this town <laughs> and sort of being weird I love and that. stuff. Yeah. And there's this weird like Elizabeth Bennett sort of like the the heroine I think her name I think I called her Elizabeth across all things but it fits here where she's like she knows the vampires but like they don't like each other and mm-hmm. and the ladies the later writing the letters like I'm not sure what the deal with her not liking these like handsome Eastern European like aristocrats <laughs> yeah. is but yeah. there's something there so um, uh, does your book have a lady whistle down uh, Rihanna uh no I feel like I mean. Mm. I would That's say good, it's it been done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless that's like a normal like, Regency thing, but I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's pretty specific to the Bridgerton series, and I, I yeah. will gladly let them have that because that's not really <laughs> my niche. Yeah. Um, yeah. Morgan, I wanted to to ask you um, since we're talking about like characters and stuff. I wanted to get more into yeah. like what you're writing. Can you like tell us about your main characters and like fill us in on that? Yeah, sure. So the basic premise is that there are groups of werecats, aka people that can turn yeah. into cats at will, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that live in the forest. It's sort of a nebulous <laughs> concept there. Uh, sure. And there is a town near the forest. Oh, wow. Neither thing has names. It's the forest. Archetypical. Yeah. And um, the town (laughs) is where just lots of uh, mortal human people live. I think in my head, the town also does harbor more like, you know, like magical and non human like secrets and stuff. But like in the purposes of this story, like the main characters do not know that. Yeah. Um, So that's like where the premise started. So these these clans of werecats have a like royal hierarchy, and uh, the main character is the the middle daughter of the queen of one of the clans. She's the cat princess, mm-hmm. um, and she is getting married off to the rival clan, who has been called Other Clan in my, my <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Again, names to come. Yeah, um, yeah, no, it's perfect. Or not. Or not. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, so she's she's betrothed to the prince of other clan, and uh, and is is very much not liking that. Um, and because of that, the story opens on her being brought into the town by her. Um, I guess he's like her friend, but also like she's very much the princess, and he is very much like not royal. Um, but uh, mm. he's showing her around the town and saying like this is like how we of the clan like do business in the town with all of the the humans because like you need to learn all of this. And that's when she runs into Charlie. Oh, sorry. So the princess's name is Clover. Mm-hmm. They all have plant names, which has been really fun to come up with. That is um, fun. Princess Clover, um, and then she runs into Charlie when she gets convinced by uh, her friend Marsh to go to um, a, a restaurant, and she's like, we're going to a human restaurant? Meh, humans are the worst. And um, Charlie True. is a, a charming, starving artist, painter guy um, who pays most of his bills as a waiter um, and uh, is totally obsessed with birds, um, he detests <laughs> uh, he detests street cats and stray cats because they kill birds. Um, and so there is mm. an argument to be had early on uh, in the <laughs> manuscript where she goes off on a tangent about how great cats are uh, because he says that they suck because they kill birds. Basically, <laughs> the the crux of um, 
like their adhesion point is that he sees that there's like an art contest happening and uh if he wins this contest he gets like a contract with this gallery and so he he'll be like set to make money and she leaves her jacket at the restaurant and then on a whim when she goes back to get her jacket the next week he is just he like blurts out and he's like can i paint you and then he's surprised when she's like yeah sure Um, because in her mind, she's like, I just need to have control of one thing in my life. And like, and it's going to be this weird thing. Um, and so, so that's their adhesion. And then things kind of go on from there, but that's pretty Hmm. much what the hook of the whole story is, I guess. Uh, the, there are questions to be had of, uh, why is she being betrothed to the rival clan? Uh, why do they hate the humans so much? Why don't the humans know about all the people living in the forest? Um, and those were things that I was just like, we're not going to answer those questions. But then as November came around and I had said like, hey, like the plot is hit me. Like the plot got me, you know, um, I actually yeah. found, found the answers. And so that was very mm. exciting. Um, it's the census, right? Uh, yeah, so all they're, of it they're is avoiding the, the, the U.S. Yeah. census. Um, right. Good, 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 good. 10 years there is. I no. love that. Um, so, <laughs> How many people are in the forest? Mm, I'm a <laughs> rebel. <laughs> um, so, we didn't even so, name the forest. How do you expect to count all the people? <laughs> yeah, you can't count all the people. There's the forest it's, it's, a different we, name. It's not real. Like <laughs> We kept the forest anonymous on purpose right. to avoid the census. <laughs> if, the, if the place is anonymous, the U.S. Census Bureau can't count it. So, like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just don't exactly. name things. It's not part of the census. Um, They're werecats, W-H-E-R-E. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I decided that uh, the forest is split into two realms, uh, mm-hmm. which again comes my really good naming because there's the realm and the forest. Mm. Oh. oh, interesting! Interesting! <laughs> wow, a development. So, well, yeah, we'll come up with a better name for it, but um, <clears throat> forest and better forest. Right, yeah, forest and good forest. Um, <laughs> so they they can pass into like the mortal <laughs> realm and the forest uh, and back into their own magical place like at will, um, and mm. that's how they like exist without being found out. Basically, is like they just exist sure. in this other realm and then they pass into the forest when they need shit from the forest. Mm. Um, and because of, again, here comes one of my really good names. Are you ready for this? So, so ready. The humans have been building a, a super highway through the forest. Mm. Okay, come on. Humans. Classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, classic humans. Uh, There's going to be kung fu fighting in this story. I just know it. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it will happen. Uh, so as they're doing that, um, they're, they're chopping down trees and stuff like they do. Mm. And they're destroying the magic markers. Sure. Um, and those mm-hmm. are things that they I don't smell know like they strawberries and oranges there you go. <laughs> god yeah you're right no. <laughs> when i smell these magic markers it makes me feel like i'm a cat man it sends me to the other realm oh no there's just people in the forest getting high on magic markers what did i do um so the, the, the markers are, are what, yeah, what basically link the realm to the forest. And so mm-hmm. um, because they're getting destroyed, certain people from the clans are getting trapped in the mortal realm and unable to pass back into the forest. Right, right. Um, other clans says that they can fix it, but only if we form like a political alliance. Um, and that's why the marriage that is before. happening. Um, they need a way to take care of these people that are getting stuck in the mortal realm. And so that's why they have gone into the town and started doing business with the mortals. So now Mm. it all makes more sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, 
And then you're going to find out in the very end that the whole thing has been a dream sequence because this girl got really high off huffing. She's a census taker. We, she's a census taker. She <laughs> was the magic marker, marker the whole time. We, yep. So we, we solved the whole story. Um, <laughs> Wakes up whiskers, but they're magic marker. Yeah. <laughs> Pink like, oh my god <laughs> smells like you know whatever pink lemonade um <laughs> so that's someone off screen's like no it doesn't <laughs> that's the story that's what I i'm love writing that. about uh yeah so yeah and it's a romance right love so, that so it's, it's fun it's been fun um yeah. i think i think one thing that i'm i'm kind of running into a problem with is um which is funny because I talked about this one in the episode with James and Aaron. Aaron said she only liked to write from the one point of view or whatever. Mm. Or she was only liking that at this moment. And um, I was like, ah, how could you? Uh, mm. I'm actually, I, I've fallen into that now because I wrote the scenes with Charlie. And now I'm like, I don't actually know what else we want to see from him in the rest of this. I kind of just want right. to do Clover's point of view. So sure. I'm like, <laughs> stuck at this point where, where I'm like, do I take out his point of view pieces and just make the whole book from her point of view? Or do I find things for him to do? You know, like, the, what mm-hmm. are the things that he's doing off that sounds that like, I need to write about? That, that sounds what like a this? problem for not chill November. <laughs> because... Yeah. You know, when, it, when things aren't chill anymore, then you can worry about if you have to change the beginning. But for now... Yeah. You just yeah, keep I mean, on I'm not, going. Yeah, I'm not going back in there and doing any of that. But it is, <laughs> it is a big question I have where I'm like, what is he doing that yeah. I have to write about? Like, he's, he's just painting. <laughs> I don't know. Like, he doesn't, like, that's his big No drama, thoughts, head so. empty. Yeah, you know. I like uh, the idea of him, him having his perspective, getting halfway through what's going on in his day, and just a cat head appears and <laughs> just takes over the story. It's like, all right, anyways, what was I saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just leads the, the reader away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much how it is right now so. um but yeah i think the characters are fun clover is like this really um i don't Clever. know kind of like haughty sort of mm, like sure like yeah. a really hot cat like a like <laughs> think about the most like cat. yeah yeah no she's like sarcastic and impatient and um and and it's fun to to write that and then also kind of explore like okay well why is she likable <laughs> and like kind uh-huh. of figure out yeah. like uh, where she's where she's letting her her guard down and stuff because yeah. um, when I had originally written you know a certain up to the point where she got asked to be painted basically was like where I had written to and I like before Nano. And mm. I had someone read that, and they were like, why did she say yes? She hates humans. And I was like, right. I don't know. Why did she say yes? <laughs> so then I had to go back and be like, what is her whole deal? So right. it's been really fun to watch her kind of like drop her walls and and be like, here's what I'm dealing with, which is why I am acting out like a petulant child, even though I'm <laughs> yeah. in my 20s. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, but that's that's... It. <laughs> I, I, I for sure, I for sure relate to. I've written this really snarky, sarcastic character that I love, but um, how do I keep them in this story that they wouldn't uh-huh. <laughs> work in right. or be be um, accepted or asked to do the things that they need to for the plot to right. happen? Like, what are yeah. this person's redeeming qualities at this? Point? Yeah, <laughs> like, My, yeah. the first day 
I had this I had this idea for this that I read it last in the last uh, episode the this like really ped- person gets really into this pedantic correction of when the summer solstice is or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, so you have this. The story is that it was a mutual now nah, we're good thing. How do you make this seem mutual and not like someone avoid like a near miss? Like right. a uh, someone do, making a correct decision to avoid a toxic internet person, right? And uh, and then I, I spent the rest of the haikus doing that. So that uh, that was I definitely relate. Also, all my role playing characters are that mm-hmm. sarcastic and, and and snarky, and then uh, I have to make up for for it with like schmaltzy, like really like sentimental stuff in the middle. It's just so that hard people... because like snarky and sarcastic is fun and it's yeah. funny and yeah. like but that's then kind it's of like, okay but if a person was like that in real life though yeah you know? it's like people that it's person like will probably keep all that, that stuff are, to themselves it's like characters that are super flirty where it's like if this was a real person I would despise right. them but because they're like an anime character right. I'm yeah. like let's right. do it I feel like I'm I feel like I'm having kind of the the thing where it's like I usually write like goblin people <laughs> like just really unreasonable mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. and so my my main character yeah. for this book is kind of like is very different where she's very like thoughtful and kind and sweet and i'm like uh, what, what? <laughs> it's like what do you what do i do yeah. with this oh god <laughs> She can't say something like clever yeah. and devastating cuz right. that's not in character so she just kind of has to uh huh yeah, find it's, her strength. This is where in your Benedicts ways. and your Beatrices and your Han Solos come from. Yeah, right. Exactly. You just, need, yeah. just need to have like a supporting asshole character just to get that out yeah. of your system. Like, oh, exactly. there definitely is. Right. And th- if I may, just take us for a second. This is the problem with the the prequel Star Wars movies is that there's not someone that is the sarcastic, so mm-hmm. it comes off as naive and uh, idealistic instead of yeah. And that guy's saying funny things over there. If you want to go yeah. over there, yeah. So, so Jar Jar Binks. Yeah, because it's hard not to write that. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> now I haven't watched the movies thinking of Jar Jar Binks as being always sarcastic, and that <laughs> might be a fun way to watch it. Yeah. Oh my be. god! <laughs> Incredible. Misa just really dry, and uh, doesn't. No one really gets Misa's humor. Anyways. So uh, yeah, Rana. No, I want to talk. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I want to talk about Rana's stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to know. How my accountant guy is? Have we have we talked to my accountant dude yet? We have, we um, have. I'm kind of doing okay, like good. a tell me tell me some stuff. I'm doing like a third person omniscient point of view, and I'm kind of hopping from okay. like shoulder to shoulder, good. like good. the camera's cool. looking over like yeah. the heroine's shoulder, and then the heroes, and I'm jumping back and forth, kind of unregimented. Yeah. Um, but but the accountant is good. He's very like mm-hmm. dorky and sweet and. Good. Good, uh, good. Yes. I found I found that the hardest thing is I had this idea that like, you know, he and the heroine have kind of a passing like acquaintance with each other. And mm-hmm. he's been like low key in love with her. And writing mm. that and making it not mm-hmm. creepy has proven to be hard. <laughs> right. 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 Like yeah. I'm like I don't Absolutely. want it to be like, oh gross, he's like stalk cuz he's not like stalking her. He just like, you know, it's that kind of like person across unattainable person that you're kind of like yeah, yeah. the person that you've just always had a crush on oh whatever, yeah yeah but like yeah. not in a weird way yeah, yeah totally and, and also like the inner I... thoughts of almost everyone are really weird and gross all the time yeah. like yeah. that too there were times i had to backtrack because i was like nope 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 we're doing this wrong 
Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe Ugh. he's really into uh, whatever the romance novels of the time are. So he's also mm. like secretly that's a good idea. romantic. And, and that's why he, he gets into these insane, like, yeah. what could be said as creepy fantasies. And then he's like, ah, but of course that would only take place in one of my books. Yeah. This is in the forest with the cat people. <laughs> yeah, that would take place in my forest cat people book. I would love for your book to be a book in mine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be wild. That would be so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, that is canon. Yeah, I just, just wanted to let you know that if, even if no one ever looks at it ever, ever again, it you just, and I both there. know it's canon. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just don't there is it. like a there is like a weird, uh, super magical, possibly traveling different realms and times uh, character in this book. Also, mm. so maybe they brought the books mm-hmm. to. Rihanna's realm. I love that. Yeah. Wrote the books. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> it makes sense somehow. And then That's there's the magic markers. And it's like, right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's the key to everything. Exactly. Yeah, but it's like, it's. This is my first time writing like a romance that's mm-hmm. like. I'm setting out to make it a romance and not like a story in which romantic yeah. things sometimes happen. And I thought that it would be like really terrible having right. to kind of stick to the formula. But it's actually fit pretty well with everything mm-hmm. I want to, like, explain before the story gets, like, really started. Um, so that's been a nice surprise right. that it's like, it's like, no, it works. I, you know, introduce one here, introduce the heroine, then I introduce the hero. And now I'm, like, doing the, the then they meet up and now I'm doing the conflict. And so it's like, mm-hmm. it's been working out really well with, like, what I already kind of wanted to do. So, Good. right, yeah. What uh, what like romance writing framework are you going with? Because everyone has like their popular like craft book that they work off of, you know, for romance. Like, do you, yeah, do you I, have like a specific framework that you're outlining from? Or I I read Romancing the Beat, um, okay. and so that kind of got me started. I'm not like being super strict about it, just because like some of the stuff I Chill. was like, eh, you know. <laughs> but yeah. um, but I don't I don't read a lot of straight romance either i feel like i used to when Mm. i was like a teenager Mm -hmm. you know i'd read those but i probably i haven't really in a while um so yeah yeah i just like i like romantic stories and so that's kind of Mm -hmm. like my you know what i'm working off of what level of uh detail slash scene work are we working with in terms of heat heat <laughs> like how much are, how much are they going to watch the movie heat i guess what is, what is your asking. heat level <laughs> like we say in the biz yeah, yeah. you know because i'm like a veteran romance writer uh we refer to that as heat so it's like mango yeah. habanero Hot i ones. think <laughs> okay <laughs> Sweet and spicy. So, I like that. So, like, I want, I want it to be. I don't want it to be like a totally. James is making a Scoville scale <laughs> oh, for no. romance novels. In Stop his head it right now. Listen, uh, shut up. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go ahead, Rihanna. No, I, I want it. It's not. I want it to true. be not t- like G-rated. <laughs> but right, I'm just sure. I'm, I'm a very awkward person by nature, so I've not written a lot of like sexy things mm-hmm. and so i'll probably try yeah. Doing that is weird i feel like yeah it is weird yeah. and so mm-hmm. i'm like i part of me is like yeah let's let's do it and part of me is like oh god that's gonna be so weird so we'll see that's we'll yeah. see 
Well, yeah. the good thing is you can always, like, when you're writing a sexy scene, like, you have the fade to black ripcord, you know? Yeah. Like, you can go <laughs> as far or as, like, not far as you want and then just be like, and that was how the rest of the night went. And then, like, <laughs> bam, next scene, done. Yeah. You Love know, it. like, it doesn't, like, you don't have to, you don't have to, like, finish it or anything. You could just do, like, two sentences. You could do... 10 pages, that's what I did in my first nano project. There was a 10-page long uh, sex scene. Why? Uh, yeah. I don't know, but it was very fun to write. Um, uh, so, you know, whatever. So you can just, like... That's you like do have to include tool. a winky face for whatever you do, Always. though. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just an know. emoji in the middle you of my, my document. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like yeah. the... You know, like, when they do the little symbol to, like, denote that, like, we're starting a new part of yeah, like, yeah. the yeah, right. like, a new scene. Right. Like, it's a winky face Wink. uh, for romance books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you've, you've got that for you. So that's, like, my, my word of encouragement is, like, just write it. And then once you're like, I don't know what else to do with this, just fade to black. Love All it. Yeah. That's helpful. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Do you have any other, like, is there anything else about doing this type of genre that you're finding challenging um, so far? I mean, it sounds like you aren't really finding it I, challenging. Well, I'm not, like I'm not super really far. I'm, I'm not super far yet right. either. I predict yeah. that around, like, you know, the when they're supposed to break up or whatever, you know, like quote unquote break up, I'll probably yeah. be like, ah, I don't yeah. want to <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. because I'm so early. Like I've, I've, I'm only like, you know, I'm inching along. So, uh, uh-huh. so far it's been okay because everything is kind of fit with what I already wanted to do, but we're going to hit the middle and I'm going to be like, I don't right. want to. <laughs> That's yeah. what I predicted. Yeah. Anyway. I, uh, definitely like trying to come up with, like what the conflict is is always like my biggest problem because I'm like why does there have like can we just like yeah can we just like write a book where we're just like doing our thing and having fun you know I guess that's yeah. like what literary fiction is maybe um, yeah <laughs> like there's you know you just kind of do your thing and then the book ends <laughs> but yeah. like um, it does give you that feeling of like life is just sort of an endless series of things happening until you all die sort of I deal because it, it is it you is know? that's and, like, yeah it's true and a lot of relationships don't have weird tumultuous we have to break up turmoil and so like and and i know that like that's like the core like drama of romance and like why people read it because it's like oh will they won't they oh my god they're so perfect for each other and they just can't see it you know and like that's the point it is a very formulaic genre and like the point is that like that always happens and you always know it's going to be okay but yeah I think my biggest problem is that it's just not realistic to like what yeah. real relationships are like. Um, and that's and always, so that's why I have trouble. Yeah. That's always my least favorite part of romance is the part when it's like, Oh God, now something super superficial, like breaks them up. Like it's yeah. always, yeah. it's always kind of eye rolly. So I think the big conflict is going to be making that not stupid, like, <laughs> yeah. which is not to yeah. say that all of them are stupid, like not at all, but like sometimes it's like she didn't, yeah. she saw this thing that could easily be explained by being like, hey, what the fuck is going on? But she doesn't. Right. And instead they're like, you know. Right. <laughs> well, and I think yeah. that that happens because it's hard to come up with anything else. Yeah. Like, for yeah. sure. Unless the, unless like the breakup is like, I don't even know. Like, I don't I'm, know. Like, I think it's, it's just hard. Like it's easy to write an annoying misunderstanding where even right. though it's a huge cop out. So I think that's why we see it so often. Yeah. And, and I think I'm lucky because I am doing like a, in the style of Regency 
fiction, mm-hmm. which means I get like society and you know yeah. um, right. money betrothals, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it'll yeah, it, you right. have tons of stuff working for you there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there were lots of really to... juicy ways to break up a relationship For sure. back then. It's just like... <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why they're fun, because they're like, no relationship exactly. should happen in the Regency era. <laughs> yeah. Well, because like, it's like you remove the, oh, I took the message down and my handwriting was bad and that's why we're breaking up, and you move it to, I'm not stupid, you're not stupid, society's stupid, isn't it frustrating how stupid society is? The end. Yeah. Or <laughs> they get back together, or, you know, whatever, depending on what genre you're writing. Um, I think that's a fun way to, to like, have that kind of thing, but also you can have some sort of, like, let's rebel against the whatever Yeah. Um, of it all. Yeah. Before we wrap up, because I have dinner coming, so I'm going <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. I wanted to do, like, I, I do want to share something that we've written, if you feel up to it. But there's a, mm-hmm. one special thing I want to do additionally. Sure. Um, and that is I really have an interest in people's first sentences um, when it comes to, like, manuscripts. Mm-hmm. First um, sentences. First sentences. First, first like the sentence. first thing oh, first. that you First wrote. or worst? First. Okay. Number one. Right. Okay, number one right. sentence. That's Because, <laughs> like, they have whole books that are written it's about like how to write a good... Sentence. I'm going to be looking for a while, so... <laughs> Um, so, James, I know you're doing, like, several different things, but if there's one where you really like the first thing that you wrote, you feel like it's really catching, uh, I would say share that, too. But And then I also want to share something else we wrote. But I just wanted to start out with what is the, like, yeah. number one sentence hook to your story. And mine's not great, so I'm just okay. going to say that out, but I was just interested. <laughs> I mean, mine's, like, a good hook, actually, so uh, I can I can go first if you like. Here is my first sentence of The Cat Princess. Okay, hold on. It's more of a first line, actually, because if mm, I that's only fine. Do the first sentence, it's just like two words, so that's not good. Um, <laughs> that's okay. okay. That's, I'll allow it. Okay. Come quickly. There's been another one. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Love it. Absolutely. So really, the first sentence is just come quickly, and that's like, mm-hmm. wow. It's like, <laughs> what a way to start a romance, huh? All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, I can do, um, this will be the intro for the, uh, the Hot Ones interview, this guy, you know, the sort of like, hey, welcome to this. Um, you do need to know that in the previous, in, uh, in Aaron's, uh, in, in the Aaron style thing, I introduced a uh, Boston-specific dating app called uh, sorry. I just want to get it right. Sounds like uh, an errand thing to do. Yeah, uh, Wicked Hots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. That is great. Um, thanks. And uh, so this is. Uh, you should probably know that they sponsored this, but you'll know that pretty soon. Huh? Does he have a? Okay. No, I'm. Listen. Imagine a perfect Boston accent. Here we go. <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome to Wicked Hot Chowda where we talk to the people making news on the Wicked Hot's relationship acquirement application and also eat increasingly spicy bowls of chowda. Today I'm here with Elizabeth Kernst, who was the author of an article in Huh? magazine that was trending on Twitter, Facebook, and Talk Now Here. Elizabeth, welcome to Wicked Hot Chowda. Beautiful. That's great. Uh, app naming and, uh, and uh, like social media stuff naming is uh, 
increasingly one of my favorite things about this month is just that's, like the stupidest that. things. That's uh, great. Yeah. So the first sentence I have is her father's funeral had been very much as the man had been in life, chilly and concise. That's great. <laughs> Wow. It sets that. the tone. Yeah. I was like, I was like, eh, I could go either way. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Did you guys want to share any other writing or? Yeah, I've got a little thing pulled up. Um, Hell yeah! It's not. I mean, it's fine. I, I like it. So yeah, if you like it, that's all that matters. Cool. That's what I say. Shall I go first again then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay. Uh, okay. So in this scene, um, Princess Clover has just met Goddess, who is a non-binary mage that uh, is one of the ma- one of, as far as she knows, the only magic user that lives in the town. But there are mm. other magic people, um, and Goddess revealed that they know about the um, the betrothal, uh, which is not supposed to be general knowledge. Um, oh. I have a way of knowing things, princess, but do not fear. I can be discreet of matters of importance. How can we trust you? Clover's green eyes narrowed. Your clan has to learn to work with the humans of the city, yes? The highway through your territory changed things. It did. It's my duty to protect our clan. Then you understand. It's my interest, nay, my duty, to protect the inhabitants of the forest who have been cut off from the other realm. I can't stop the humans from doing what they will, but I can ensure the survival of the non-humans of the region. And who charged you with this duty? Goddess spread their hands wide. That I can't answer, princess. I'm nothing if not discreet. Sure. Oh, it's such a shame, Goddess sighed. What is? They say princesses aren't destined for love. Do you believe in destiny, your majesty? You overstep your station. Clover's voice was a mere growl. That's that's. That. I love it. Very nice. <laughs> Thank you. Um, they, I just a couple of things, just real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Clawn, like C L A W N, instead of clan. And then, uh, <laughs> if they build a highway, they could easily circumvent all this environmental stuff if they build an overpause. Oh my god! So, um, let's see. I'm just perfect. All right, so um, I do want to read uh, the first paragraph. I got liner notes for an album uh, one on the um, the set the you know the, the on the eighth, um, and I want to read this part because uh, uh, some people that are on this call may get a shout out in the middle of these because <laughs> I I forgot that I was supposed to be doing characters that I'd previously established until <laughs> the end of this paragraph. So let's get into it. Uh, I do want to say that the uh, name of the band is Clarky Clark and the Hunky Lunch, and I didn't know that at the time, but it did. Uh, it is, it is important. So yes. um, here we go. Incredible. When we first started to write songs for what would become this album, we never realized how much the world would change right under our noses. But that's not what I want to talk about in these liner notes. I want to tell you a story, so I'm going to knock out some thank yous and shout outs real quick. Thanks as always to Spooky Keith and almost exclusive and and almost exclusively when they're around gorgeous Franklin, but not always. A fangin and hangin to Ray Ray for bringing that loud <laughs> laughter to the studio. Special shout out also to Morgan. They know what they did, or do they? To Dan Mitty R Spencer Strawn for all the crucial edits and remixes, and of course to my band, who have been letting me write these silly songs and then actually making them sound really good. I'm hoping 
that we go a long time before you all realize that I'm dead weight. JK, you already realized it. And anyone else who has been there for me and us as we go through this process, if we didn't mention you here, we'll really try to get you for the Grammy thank yous. And then they get into the story. Love it. Love it. Yeah. That's great. Banging and hanging. (laughs) All right. I I will share mine, too. uh, And then we can start to wrap up. Yeah. Uh, So my my heroine's name is Juliet, um, just for for clarification. Okay. Um, Juliet's eyes darted in between three unfamiliar men. I was on a walk with Nora. I, I didn't know we were expecting guests. She put on her best hostess smile. I'm so sorry, gentlemen. I I don't believe we've met. The best dressed of the men stepped forward, sweeping Juliet's hand up in his. Please do not fret, Miss Vance, he soothed in a voice like silk. I'm afraid we have been so rude as to call on your household without forewarning. He brought the back of her hand to his full lips. Mr. Isaac Easton, at your service. Isaac Easton was perhaps the most beautiful man Juliet had ever seen. The work of a master painter come to life. He was the tallest in the room, but not in an ungainly way, as many of the tall bachelors in society moved, as though their bodies were foreign and unfamiliar. He moved like a cat, impossibly graceful with an air of watchfulness. His features might have easily been carved from marble, a perfectly straight nose, high and prominent cheekbones, a cut square jawline. Even his skin was pale and smooth like a statue, which made his eyes all the more fascinating. They were gold, brilliant and bright. With his sandy-colored hair swept back from his face, the image of a falcon came to mind. And with her hand pressed to his mouth, she wondered if she was the falconer or the rabbit. "'A pleasure, Mr. Easton,' Juliet replied politely with a small curtsy. He was beautiful, yes, there was no other word for it. But there was something sharp in that beauty, something almost dangerous. The same type of beauty as the edge of a knife.'" Ooh. That was awesome. That was really good. Thank you. That was really good. Thank you. Uh, the, the the vampire guy in mine was called Lord Fangleton. I don't know if you want to. <laughs> it was close. That was no, close. Yeah, I mentioned that only because he, <laughs> your names are so good and uh, realistic sounding. And I wrote Fangleton and I was like, all right, let's move on. Well, I mean, that's, there's always uh, time to sorted. change. We got the I name mean, sorted. That's kind of like, that's how I name things when I'm like, I don't have time for this name. <laughs> like, that's your name now. So... I could totally relate to that. Yeah, <clears throat> but that was very, very good. That um, I'm a little, cons- I you have me drawn in because now I'm a little concerned about what's what's going on with mm-hmm. with all of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> for sure, for Thank sure. You. I'm uh, envious of you all having uh, a plot to move forward, and I mm-hmm. didn't think about this at the time, but now that I'm thinking about it. Like, there's something to be said for, and now I know that this is the next thing that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I thought I would have more of that, but I don't have as much of it. And I think that's my, my the big struggle that I'm having is like, all right, I guess we'll start from square one, which sometimes is fine and sometimes sort of feels like, boy, I sure wish I could just write, you know, a little whatever in, you know, just a normal prose style. But, yeah, you know, we all have our burdens to bear our, uh, you know, magic <laughs> markers to sniff is what the, the, the saying is. Yeah. <laughs> As they say. And on that note, why don't we share where we can be found on social media? Sure. You can find me anywhere on social media at Morgan Spatola, which is uh, S-P-A-T-O-L-A. I also recently uh, got back on Tumblr uh, because of certain drama around bird-based uh, internet <laughs> websites. Um, and so Fucking if you birds. wanted to find me 
on Tumblr. Uh, that would be genderless-nibbles.tumblr.com. <laughs> that is my favorite brand of cat food. Thank you. Uh, it is mine also. What? I don't know. Um, so For the just sexiest coats. Plug the old Tumblr. Uh, all right. What about you all? Uh, so I'm on Instagram at Rihanna Nicole, and if you join our Wham Juice Facebook group, um, I am also around there, which I forgot about until uh, we mentioned it last time. So <laughs> join our group. I might put the Facebook post that I write up on our group. I was oh, thinking about that. Oh, that so good. So, good, good idea. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, people will be confused if they don't know what's going on, and that's <laughs> yeah. the best part of it. Um, who is this lady? You can find me on uh, in the Facebook group sometimes, always, I guess always. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Unabashed James. You can also tag me uh, if you want to talk to Rihanna or Aaron. Uh, <laughs> I will also be taking those questions at this time. Kyle's hazing is done, though. I just wanted to say that and want to make that clear. Like, <laughs> I was listening yeah. and I was like, oh, that's a little out of date. <laughs> it's not been like four years of hazing. It was only like three and a half, like 3.75 tops. It could at, have been. At most. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah we got to update that that part particularly. <laughs> We're also releasing some some good bonus content uh, on yeah. the Scavengers Network Patreon. Uh, the three of us here, uh, plus some other folks, Cough, uh, Aaron, Cough, mm. Aaron's dogs, Cough, Bark, bark, yeah have um, created some uh, motivation for you to get through the month that it has been releasing every single week this month. Um, so you can enjoy that at patreon.com slash the scavengers network for as little as $2 a month. Go check it out. Uh, we all wrote some stuff that is all extremely different from one another uh, and all very special and wonderful in their own ways. Mm-hmm. Like we always say on this show, Banging and hanging. Banging and hanging. Booga booga. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Are you an author who has met their word count for the day and just can't stop writing? Are you a non-NaNoWriMo participant and you just want to have in on some of the fun of writing? Are you just a fan of the show and want to show us how good you are at putting words together? Then you can tweet at us at whamjuicepod or write us an email at wethotamericanmoonjuice at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to call in to Wet Hot American Moon Juice and talk about how NaNoWriMo is going for you, ask some questions, ask for advice, tell us how awesome we are, tell us how pretty we are, really, you know, build us up in any way, you can do that at 901-800-WHAM or 901-800-9426. Call us, tell us how you're doing, tell us how you think we're doing, answer questions that we've asked or ask questions of your own. And here's a bonus, you get to hear my voice with a special outgoing voicemail message where I clearly don't know how the voicemail works. Call us. Wham Juice is a proud member of the Scavengers Network. All of the authors on this show are part of other projects on the Scavengers Network, with the exception of Kyle, but he's new here and uh, we haven't finished the hazing process yet. If you want to go find out about all the other shows on the network, go to scavengersnetwork.com and just take it all in.